Welcome to the Kinship Care Liverpool podcast. My name's David and this is another look at the things that affect us as kinship carers, kids and everything in general. Uh, now this is going to be an episode, I've been sort of hyping this up, I don't want to say hyping it up um, for a while. This is going to be in regards to benefits and benefits that you can apply for as kinship carers and everything else in between. Now this is not going to be as extensive as as it could, as as it would be on a t- on a face to face basis, simply because everyone is different, and everyone will be entitled to one thing or another. So the things that I'm going to go through are the the generals and the basics. Um, obviously, just because I say that you can apply for these doesn't necessarily mean that you can actually get them, but obviously. It depends on on the circumstances. Now, the first and foremost thing that I would suggest is if you are in any way, there was a a shocking statistic. uh, If you follow, um, I think it's the Kinship Hub uh, on Instagram, they they did a a study and found that over £800,000 worth of benefits were not claimed by those in kinship care. Um, Simply... A lot of times because they just weren't aware of it or sometimes because they were on the wrong things. Um, it is strange in regards to benefits because if you if you don't know that it's there, you may not even be aware that you can apply for it. And that does does become quite a uh, an issue in regards to um, to benefits and, and, and just general funding in, in general because it really is a minefield. Uh, so the first thing to do is go to uh, well, if you if you Google uh, what benefits am I entitled to, it could take you to two websites. One's called Turn to Us, and the other is Entitled to. Uh, I'll post the links on on this uh, for everyone to have a look at. Um, now these two websites will basically go through your entire um, what you earn, what you don't earn your savings, those type of things. Um, and it goes it goes for yourself and your partner and it will tell you what you're entitled to. So you may actually go through all of that and not find that you're entitled to anything. Uh, but sometimes it will show you what you're entitled to and then obviously it's just going from there. Um, if you do ever need any help with anything like this, obviously I do my, my drop-ins uh, at Ellegreen. Uh, usually I think they're every other, every other week, but obviously if you do ever need it, you're just drop me a message on our WhatsApp group or however you want to do it. And I can certainly have a look at that for you. Um, especially because a lot of these forms are not the friendliest forms, especially if you have to do it online or even if you have to do it paper-wise. Um, the ESA, the DLA and the PIP forms, I believe are still ones that have to be done by hand. And it is a minefield. I will get, get to that in a second. Uh, so the first thing I will address the elephant in the room, which of course is universal credit. Now, universal credit is something that's going to be coming into effect. I believe it's in the next two years where everyone who's on what they call legacy benefits will go on to universal credit. There's no way of stopping that. So these are things like um, working tax, child tax. These these are what they call legacy benefits. And over the last four or five years, it's been merged into what they call universal credit. Now, universal credit is either the best thing or the worst thing. It really depends on how you look at things. Um, if you are working as well, it can sometimes be um, hard. Um, you know, I, I I recently gave up my, my job, but in my, my previous job, I, um, 
I used to get a bonus. It wasn't a huge bonus, um, but the problem was whenever you got that bonus, um, it would take it off your universal credit. So really, it was almost like not getting one. Um, now, in in relation to that, the old style, the working tax and the tax credits, uh, what they used to do is at the end of the year, they'd say, oh, you've received this bonus, therefore you owe us this money back. So it's a swings and roundabouts thing where it's it's good that they take it straight away, but it's also you kind of wish that they wouldn't in the first place. But universal credit, one of the benefits of universal credit is once you go on to it, you can apply for essentially a month's worth of it in advance. Uh, obviously, you may not be entitled to it, but a lot of times you are. Uh, simply because it does take you know up to two months sometimes to actually get it all sorted. Um, the, you do have to pay this back. It is, I, I believe, I don't think it's, I don't think there's any interest on it. If there is, it's very minimal, but it's uh, it's payback over the next sort of twelve months. Um, so just just to be aware of that. But if you did need that extra help while you're waiting for things to go into place, that there is that option there. Um, now there are a number of types of benefits that are available. These are universal, um, not universal credit, but universal benefits, and these are things that if you qualify, then you're entitled to, and you can get it. Um, these are things like, for example, pension, where if you reach a certain age, you can have a um, child benefit. Obviously, if you have a child, you can get it. Um, the other one is contribution-based. Now, these are things that you generally have paid things like national insurance for, so things like job seekers, um, ESA, um, those type of things, um, unemployment benefits. Um, but generally, they are based on how much, how much you've worked previously and what you've paid in regard to national insurance. And the other one is the means-tested ones, which are kind of um, most of the other benefits, really. And these are the basic level of support um, that you would need to have in order to survive, um, according to the higher-ups. Now, in regards to child benefit, this is one that really, uh, with kinship, it is quite a difficult one to manoeuvre. The the way we always... The way it's said is that if the child is staying with you if it is a um not a not a court-ordered decision or anything like that you may be entitled to apply for the child benefit but there's no guarantee that you'll get it if there is if you've got an sgo if there is a court order that's placed that child with you you are entitled to apply for that child benefit now there is a cap if you've already got children i believe it's two children it might be three um, however, because the kinship child is not, you you are basically doing the job of 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 someone else. Um, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Uh, you can still apply for that um, that benefit. Obviously, if you're taking in multiple kinship childs, then it will uh, take an effect. But um, so the child benefit can be paid. One of the benefits of this is that once that child benefit is paid, which is paid to yourself, obviously you you give your own address. Uh, one of the benefits is that that then, and I don't want to use this word, but I will. Uh, I, it's the only word I can think of using is that that kind of proves ownership of the child or residency of the child. Um, the reason being is if the the birth parents are still claiming for child benefit and they can, um, essentially what that says to the government and so, social service, everyone else, is that they are living at number five when they're actually living at number 10 um, and that can cause other issues um so the other thing obviously is with that is if 
if the, the, the birth parents are claiming these benefits, it is advised that you do tell them about this because obviously you can only apply, for, only one person can apply for it. So once it's gone, it can lead to obviously uh, issues with, with the birth parents. You, you're taking the money off them, even if they're not technically entitled to it. <clears throat> Next up, we have the carer's allowance. Now, carer's allowance is generally, it's, 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 it's if the child is, uh, is eligible for it. So they would need to have some, some, some form of disability or, or some reasoning for them to need care. Uh, now, this can't just be because you're a kinship carer. It has to have a specific reason. So they have to have a diagnosis. They have to have a, a disability. Usually they're on either DLA or, P, or PIP. Um, now, now, I'll get to that in a second. <clears throat> now, the one benefit of this is that multiple people within a family can apply. So the example I give here is a mum can apply for a son who then can apply for a dad, who can apply for a daughter, who can then apply for the mum. Now, it does affect what you get in regards to universal credit, but there is a carers element as well. So it it just, it's a swings and roundabouts as to which one you would prefer. Um, The one real benefit of getting carers allowance, especially if you are not working as well, is that because you are then classed as working, because you have to do 35 hours, caring for that person you then no longer have to do the job seekers um you looking for jobs filling in form although you can still do that if you wanted to um, obviously with the carers allowance you have to be uh i believe it's at 156 pounds a week i believe is the threshold so if you are in a part-time job or anything like that it is a nice little bump for that and also gives you that option to to work as well um although it's it's a, it's a lower amount. Now, in regards to, um, as I say, in regards to disabilities with the child, they can get child DLA or PIP once they turn 16, I believe it is. Uh, there are two elements, which is the mobility, which can either be high or low, or the care element, which is high, low or basic. Now, generally the care, if we'll get, you'll get the basic. Mobility will depend on things like whether they need whether they can walk in general or it could simply be usually when it's low it's things like they need help navigating that they they wouldn't be able to get to school for example um now that is one thing that people do always sometimes always miss out on is that mobility element and the way the way it's described is it's about can they do it safely consistently every single day so if you say for example um can this child go to the shops Yes. Could they do that every single day? Possibly. If you ever say, if you ever fill in in these forms, um, and I say, I can always help with these forms. Uh, but if you ever, if you ever fill in these forms and you, and your answer is not yes, or, or, or you, then the answer is no. Essentially. If, if you are saying possibly, maybe sometimes, um, and this calls for like the care element as well. If, if for the care element, if if they wet the bed every day, you know, then obviously they need care because they need to, you know, be, be taken care of toilet wise. If it's literally that they do it once a day, once every couple of days, it's still a yeah, it's still a yes that they need that help because it is sometimes. Um, as I say, it's a very it's a minefield the the DLA, the ESA, and the and the PIP forms. Um, if you do ever need any help with them, you know, 
please you know book in with myself usually takes about an hour to do it um and obviously let me know when i can uh, say say what, what else you would need with that um now obviously the other benefits that are available to you are things like housing benefit um there is a special and, and obviously with housing benefit uh, it will depend on where you live and what you are entitled to you can never guarantee that it will cover your entire rent. Usually, there will be a threshold. I believe at this point it's four seven five. I believe it is, uh, but it can change depending on area to area. Um, but you can also apply for. Uh, so it, it may give you some or all of your rent, or it may give you some, and you have to find the rest of it. Um, <clears throat> now, there's also obviously job job seekers allowance, which you can get if you are unemployed and, and, and looking for work um the other thing that is available to us and it is you know, there is a special guardianship allowance um you one when you are in the middle of, of of doing everything you obviously get payment from liverpool city council for example uh, but this is a, a regular payment now it is means tested now with it being means tested it's kind of like, it's like almost like any other benefit is that it can go up and go down and a lot of times it can, you know, it could be nothing um sometimes it's 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 the uh, it really just depends on what kind of uh, other income and savings as well um i believe the threshold of savings is 12000 now if you are lucky enough to have savings of 12000 um and that is between the two of you um it it it, it does have a lot of an effect on what benefits are available to you and what you can apply for um in regards to savings as well, there's not a lot of savings. Um, the best thing to do is either put it in an ISA so that it's tax free, or look at the the best the the uh, the best um, savings accounts are usually child savers. Um, so that's just a, a little section there. Now, as I say, I mean there are probably there's dozens of of benefits available: pension credit. Uh, the pension in general, uh, there's income support. There's a lot of benefits out there. Uh, if you use that um, that calculator, it will point you in, in the direction of what you're entitled to and what you can get. Uh, there's also uh, the ability to apply for uh, a reduction or or absence of uh, of council tax, which is always handy. Um, but again, it depends on whether you're entitled to it. That when you apply for that, it also asks whether you want to apply for free school dinners as well, which you know, can help uh, in, in a way. It, you know, it all adds up and it all helps in general. If you do, I, I'm going to be putting all, uh, these links on the on on the post here, and obviously, if you do need any help with them, as I say, we do our drop-in sessions. Uh, I'm generally there every Wednesday at Ella Green, so if you do just need a hand with anything, um, even if it's nothing to do with this, even if it's just a bit of advice as to you know, which 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 thing to go for, what what to have, uh, obviously, it is on a case by case basis, and it, you, we can never. Yeah, unfortunately, with the government being as it is, we can never guarantee that you will get these benefits because they do come back with ridiculous reasons why you can't have them or ridiculous reasons why you can have them. There are people out there who have multiple you know benefits but don't don't you know, don't don't seem to be able to, to to justify it. So that's all from me. If you need any help with anything, as I say, please do get in touch in any way. We obviously have our email addresses. 
the website, through the, the Instagram, through the posts themselves, through the, um, I believe we've now just been put onto the Apple podcast and also on Deezer as well. So there's quite a few places that you can listen to this. Please subscribe and, and, and review and, and you, it will just make things a lot easier when we're trying to do anything with that. Uh, well, thank you for much. And obviously just share this to anyone you think will benefit from this. And thank you for listening to the Kinship Care Liverpool podcast.